I wouldn't want to be the one who guide the session mm-hmm. because otherwise you would not recognize yourself on the picture. And what I want is at the end, when you see the pictures, I want you to feel proud or at least comfortable that that you see the picture, you see the pictures, and you say, "Oh yeah, that's me," and that that's me in disguise and wearing a lingerie yeah. you never usually wear. Yeah. Or you know, that's the real you. Yeah, like, because yeah. yeah, like you're presenting these women in their raw state, you know. Yeah, like because yeah. this is the way you are, you really are, and yeah. sometimes because of many things, uh, like uh, the, um, because of the media, because of so many things, we have a very bad um, conceptions on of ourselves. on ourselves. You're listening to the F Word podcast, where we interview different women artists living in Bangkok about their art and womanhood in Bangkok. The F Word podcast is part of the F Word online art magazine devoted to exploring art and feminism. We believe that in a world that's constantly telling women who to be, what to look like, and how to act, taking up space authentically as a woman is a rebellious act. We aim to be a platform that showcases a representation of women that's authentic, human, and raw. This is the English-speaking section of our podcast. If you would like to visit the Thai section of our podcast, you can visit us at worldwideweb.thefwordartmagazine.com. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to our very first episode of the F Word Podcast, where we interview different women artists living in Bangkok about their art and womanhood in Bangkok. This is your host, Blue Racha Pradit, and I'm really excited. Not only is this our very first episode, um, we're actually going to be exploring the theme of self-love today with photographer and founder of Love Lab, Adelina Colucci. Hey, Blue! Thank you for having me. I'm very proud of being a, a part of this very first episode of the the F Word. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly just like excited to share to the world what an amazing person you are. Um, so maybe you can start with introducing um, Love Lab and maybe like yourself as a photographer. Sure, myself as as a photographer. Well, it's not it's not a long time I've been working as a photographer. I've started doing this professionally maybe three years ago. Uh, Before I was a teacher, actually, I was a Spanish teacher. I was living in France, then I moved to Sydney, Australia. And meantime, I had two kids and I felt um, the necessity to change my job because it was not really what I wanted to do because I, I have always wanted to be a photographer, actually. So I thought it was the right time to do that. So we moved from uh, Sydney to North Africa. And this is where I decided to start my own photography company. So this was almost three years ago now, and I was first taking kind of documentary pictures, like shooting family life, daily life. But it has never been like uh, post pictures. It has always been um, candid pictures, non-posed. Uh, I just wanted to capture, you know, the real beauty of the everyday world or your own routine, for example, because I really believe that you de- you don't need nothing special to make something beautiful. Like you, as a family, for example, two three years ago, I didn't want them to like I don't know something stupid like wearing matching t-shirts, stuff like that, or just all smiling at me because they were already beautiful the way they are. 
and their daily life was beautiful and this is what I wanted to capture and then after that as a family we had this project of moving to Asia which finally happened last August um, and well I was totally out of my comfort zone because I had to quit my job, quit all my customers. Mm. I had so many projects when I was working in Africa, actually. Yeah. It was working really well for mm. me. And so I arrived here in Bangkok, which was our family project. But at the same time, I felt really, really sad because I was totally lost in, and I still am totally lost in translation, mm. but like totally. Yeah. And plus I had to quit my dream job. Oh. So yeah, that was. Uh, it's okay. It's yeah. It's doable. But yeah, I was feeling really sad and angry at the same time, and totally out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So after like two, three months of crying every day, wondering what I was going to do with myself and my own life, because I would not stay. I am not a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Um, my goal in life is not like going to the malls with my boyfriend mm. credit card and even though he's not even earning like enough money to do <laughs> that so I, even if I would want to, that, to do that well I can't yeah. but I'm happy with that because it's that's not me mm. so I was like okay I am totally out of my comfort zone I have always uh, as a photographer found that uh, intimate pictures are absolutely beautiful mm. it's something I have always wanted to do but maybe I was a bit shy or afraid because uh, the culture in North Africa is is well like in every country but more in North Africa women feel very ashamed of mm. who they are they really need to hide themselves not totally yeah. like they're not wearing a veil or something yeah. or not all of them but I'd imagine it was like more on the conservative it's side totally conservative, compared yeah. to like w so you you grew up in France right yeah totally yeah. in Paris to be mm -hmm. more precise and oh wow yeah in Paris yeah, people in Paris, are like it's out not there. the same like yeah. there is French people uh, sorry <laughs> so bitchy <laughs> yeah here are like the French people and Parisian people we are not the same gotcha no. yeah uh, and so yeah what I was telling you so yeah I was totally out of my comfort zone and I was like okay let's do something like totally different because wow. I have nothing left to lose and yeah. it's fun so I've started a kind of project without not a lot of thinking before I was like okay I want to do intimate nude portraiture and sorry that yeah. was in Africa or in here in Thailand here right? in Thailand yeah okay. because I didn't know what to do with myself and yeah. I was so bored and yeah. I needed a project or something to do yeah, yeah. and so yeah this kind of uh, nude pictures I really wanted to to try Mm. Um, but, 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 yeah, usually the naked pictures you can see, they are taken by male photographers because photography is a very uh, masculine uh, profession. Yeah, it's like very male do dominated. Totally male dominated. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And naked pictures more, even more. And usually the only kind of naked pictures you can find are the boudoir shooting. Uh which are good. I mean, it's okay. I have nothing against that. But mm. for example, uh, as a woman myself, I have always wanted to to get like some nice pictures of me. Yeah. I naked or even with clothes, no matter. Yeah. Like just like good pictures. Yeah. 
which has never been the case. I'm still waiting for that. <laughs> no, seriously, all the pictures I have of myself, I have like uh, eyes closed, eyes and one eye open. My mouth is doing like some strange thing. Or I'm all blurry. So it's something in some, it is something I have always wanted to have. Mm. A correct, decent photography of myself. Yeah. And I don't recognize myself in all the boudoir mm. thing. Like, I'm not the kind of girl who, uh, on a daily basis, wears like a very um, sophisticated lingerie. Yeah. I don't wear makeup. Yeah. My hair is not really done, mm. um, to say the least. And I would feel extremely awkward being in front of a guy I don't really know. I'm sure I would have found on internet because this is how it works most yeah. of the time. And being like almost naked in front of this camera, this yeah. guy's camera. So this is something I would never do. And I'm was trying to create the product I would love mm -hmm. to get for myself. Mm -hmm. For example, if I had to take a kind of intimate picture of myself, how would I how would I want it to be? Yeah. Well, with a women with a woman photographer. Mm -hmm. Um, and I would love it to be a kind of very friendly atmosphere, like, you know, well, when, we, when we were teenagers, the, the layover, Sleep the sleepovers, sleepovers yeah, yeah, we were doing at friends, yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so this is how I have created the Love Lab. Mm -hmm. I have first um, tried to check on the social medias on the Bangkok Women Collective group mm -hmm. on Facebook if someone were maybe interested. Mm. And I was not sure, I was a bit afraid of maybe, I was afraid that people would think that I am the creepy girl of warrior girl, you know, trying to get like naked picture of people, but that was not my point. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had so many answers from mm. many women. Wow. Yeah, really, and any kind of women, like any age, any shape, mm. any kind of girl, Yeah. they will, they look like extremely interested so I got to do a lot of sessions mm. at the first time it was a bit weird because it was also the first time for me so I didn't know what to do I didn't know if I was going to be able to really do it yeah, yeah. until the end and no actually it was okay yeah and it was fun so yeah. um be before we get into sort of like your process yeah your love lab and everything um I just want to say that, like, I think Love Lab is so cool because it's kind of like turning boudoir photography on its head, right? In the sense that, like, like you said, photography is such a male-dominated field, and so the pictures you get is so male gazy, totally. right? Yeah. And I think it's so cool that you're like, even with the process, that you're saying that, like, you want it to feel friendly, like a sleepover, right? That, like, you know, it's it's you're you're kind of like really shifting it into something, you know, more feminine and more female friendly where women actually feel safe doing this. I think it's really cool. Thank you. Would you um, mind maybe telling, so I know what Love Lab is, yeah, right? Sure. Can you uh, maybe explain a little bit more about like what Love Lab looks like, uh, what you do with Love Lab? Yeah. Well, I think the Love Lab is first an experience mm -hmm. and it's all about normalizing stuff, like normal normalizing yourself, normalizing that maybe someday you would love to get some great pictures of yourself and there is nothing to be ashamed of. Hell yeah. Yeah, like, and it would not be for your boyfriend on a Valentine's Day or something, just for yourself because, well, because you need to love yourself because otherwise, yeah. 
uh, it's not nothing is work is working then. And so yeah, the love lab is is an experience. I come to your place or to the place you you want actually, and we spend a lot of time, like maybe three hours together. We speak, we drink, we get to know each other, we get to be comfortable together, and I take pictures. Mm. Uh, depending on who you are, because we are all different, we are we don't all maybe like the same stuff we don't all share the same conception of intimate portraiture mm -hmm. so pictures can be really different and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be the one who guide the session mm -hmm. because otherwise you would not recognize yourself on the picture and what i wanted at the end when you see the pictures i want you to feel proud or at least comfortable that that you see the picture you see the pictures and you say oh yeah that's me and that, that's me in disguise and wearing a lingerie yeah. you never usually wear. Yeah. Or, you know, that's the real you. Yeah. Like, because, yeah. yeah. Like you're presenting these women in their raw state, you know? Yeah, like because yeah. this is the way you are, you really are. And yeah. sometimes because of many things, uh, like uh, the, um, because of the medias, because of so many things, we have a very mm. bad... Um, conceptions on of ourselves on ourselves yeah. but sometimes it's also because of really bad and crappy pictures <laughs> but like I can't I can't I really can't relate I'm sure yeah. I am so ugly because the only pictures I have of myself well they are just crappy yeah so maybe a professional picture helps mm. a lot on having a better idea of who you yeah, yeah a really better self-perception and because you wouldn't be uh, you wouldn't be worrying a lot of um, makeup. I don't do touch up. On, I don't do Photoshop. I don't even have Photoshop. Wow. So like, when so you it's the real you. Yeah. So like, when you take these photos of these women, like no touch up whatsoever. And yeah. like, I noticed that you use um, in your work, you use a lot of like light play, like light and shadow, like chiaroscuro it's like techniques. Actually, it's accidental. Like, I'm wow, seriously yeah, yeah. because that this is true that I use the available light. Yeah. So it means. It doesn't have to mean that it needs to be during daylight. Mm. You don't need to have a very uh, airy place. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I use like the artificial light mm -hmm. because this is the, the only thing we have. So, and yeah. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I don't bring with me like uh, tons of t of stuff yeah. because I don't have this kind of <laughs> professional stuff. <laughs> Actually, just me and my tiny camera. Wow, that's so impressive. Because your work is is. I honestly, when I first saw your work, I was like, wow, this feels like magic. So, oh, I'm so yeah, happy. Yeah, because like, it's it's so rare that... So I'm a visual artist. I'm yeah. like, a, I'm a painter. And, you know, like, I feel like, you know, there's a bit of a tension, a little bit, you know, like painting and photography. Yeah. And sometimes like, I also do photography, but like, I feel like um, for photography to, to capture something else entirely, you know, like to bring some sort of like, evoke some sort of magic, I think that takes such a skilled photographer you know it takes someone who noticed these things so I feel like the fact that you're able to like create magic with sort of just what exists is so cool to me well it's I'm really so happy to hear that yeah. because I just I'm a lazy person and <laughs> so I try to do something with with what I have yeah so you the available light my wow. camera and I'm sure something can happen yeah and yeah. so far always something cool mm. at least cool happens so i'm really happy 
Um, really? You, you said that like when something cool happens, what, what's a shoot that was so memorable to you? That like something that was so magical to you that well, happened? Well, so many. First, I need to say that my favorite shootings were those that women have done for themselves and not as a gift for a, I don't know which lover. Mm. I was happy to do this, to do that too, but it was not the, it was not the same experience for me. It wasn't I don't know. It was maybe less honest or less true to themselves. Yeah. I don't know how to to express that. It's like when it, does it come out with the way that they pose? Or? Yeah, totally. Yeah. For example, they were they all the women who came to me, they had they came with a mood board. So I get to know them it better. Mm. I know what they like, what they really don't like. Mm. I know uh, their level or uh, how comfortable they are with nudity. Gotcha. Yeah. And so some women came with a mood board and they were like, okay, let's try to recreate this picture. So they were changing clothes, trying to copy paste the pose and was like, oh, okay, what are we going to do next? Which was okay because they were feeling comfortable and they were happy to do it with me. And I was really, and I were really happy to help them get those pictures. But honestly, women doing this for just themselves because we deserve it. It was uh, way beyond, like it was uh, another wow. level. So what comes out when with the women that just are doing it for themselves? Like, what do you see? What happens in these shoots? She feels extremely comfortable. She really mm. trusts me. And at the end, she, she just forgets that I am here taking pictures and that she, she's almost naked or naked or even doing really intimate things. She just forgets about me. And it's really cool. I don't know what should I say. I mean, we uh, we can obviously we cannot show pictures on the podcast, but it's like just you being you at your place or at the place mm-hmm. you feel comfortable in. Like I don't know, you're in your kitchen, maybe. I don't know what kind of girl you are, but yeah, yeah. for example, in my situation, it would be like me brewing me a cup of tea, which oh. I do like all the time, like in my uh, very uh, yeah. common cotton underwear. Yeah. And just uh, these like celebrating these like intimate small moments, right? Yeah. Of, like, you know, mundane, real human moments. Totally. Yeah. And you say it really well, like way better than I would do. No, <laughs> thank you. No, I, mean <laughs> I really mean it. So, yeah, yeah, you being you in your yeah. daily life, yeah. uh, doing things you like, mm. things you love. Yeah. And like, uh, I don't know how to say that. Yeah, you. You value your daily life, you yeah. value yourself, yeah. you value your routine. Yeah. I think it's like, um, I think it's so cool because it's sort of like you're showing this mirror back towards these yeah. women, right? Where they, I don't think they would get to really reflect on their, you know, beauty of like within the day to day. Oftentimes, I think women are so pressured to like, you know, be something else to put on layers of makeup, to dress up, to go buy that lingerie, you know, in order to feel beautiful. But what you're doing is so cool because you're basically saying, just come as you are, you know, just be in your kitchen, 
brew a cup of tea, I'll show you how beautiful you are. Yeah, whatever you you, yeah. you, you usually do at your place when you're alone, whatever stuff. Yeah. I don't know, staying on your computer, yeah. uh, be with your cat, seriously, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you are just enough like that. You don't need yeah. to buy stuff or I don't know what shit to yeah. feel good yeah. because you are already good. Yeah, and that's so important for women to hear because, like, honestly, like, like as girls, we go through so much shit. You know, I like know. from the start, since we we were small, we're kind of told that instantaneously that like we just weren't enough. You know, yeah. we're always getting these like products or messaging sold and told to us that like, oh. You know, you've got to look a certain way. You've got to be a certain way. And it's just, it's so hard to love oneself as a woman. Just because, like, we're we're constantly told all the time that we're just not enough. That, like, you know, we've got to go lose weight. We've just got to go try really hard. Yeah. Yeah, you're so right. But don't get me wrong. I'm, like, mm -hmm. la I'm here, like, giving you a lecture about self-love and stuff. But <laughs> actually, I am uh, not the best person to to proclaim whatever thing about self-love. Like, I don't have a lot of self-confidence. I don't really have a lot of self-love neither. But I am working on it. Honestly, I think it's so hard. Honestly, yeah. like, I, I feel like with the shit that women are put through, yeah. you just, you can't win. It's, like, almost impossible. And honestly, it's just, like, you know, we're we're trying to, like, uplift it, each other. We're trying to, I feel like it's in... It's a work that you do moment to moment and you try your hardest, you know. I really yeah, need to yeah. make an effort to convince myself that, yeah, yes, same. I am worthy. Hell Otherwise, yeah. my first reflex is thinking like for whatever reason, yeah. somehow, yeah. I think I'm a kind of piece of shit for some reason. It's so sad because like, I, I feel like we're like, I feel like the woman in my life is so cool. Like you're so cool. Thank you. And it's just like it, it's it's saddened me that with everyone right like um our first instinct as women is to go i'm not good enough like self-destroying myself yeah, yeah at least with thinkings yeah and you know what i'm getting older and I it's almost making me laugh but actually it's really sad mm. but yeah we all for some reason we all hate ourselves or we all think that we have to hate ourselves because loving ourselves is, looks wrong you know, mm. you should look selfish on mm. other people and look looks like it's really bad. Yeah. For example, the women who came to see me for pictures, yeah. they were like, I am sorry, don't think I am selfish, don't think oh. I am vain. I was like, come on, oh. if you don't want pictures, just don't write to me. But <laughs> if you are here and if you want the pictures, let's be true to just ourselves. Just yeah. just fucking seize the moment Hell and yeah. let's get those pictures done. Yeah. I am not forcing anyone. Like, I yeah, will not yeah. pressure you to get pictures <laughs> like do the fucking pictures. Like yeah. no way. But, yeah. you know, if you make the effort to write me a letter or yeah. something, don't finish the email like like uh, don't backtrack right yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and saying like, no don't think that I yeah, am yeah. this or that I don't think nothing yeah I think it's like it takes so much unlearning especially so I'm and deconstruction yeah, I don't know yeah. the English word right? yeah, yeah. Uh, Decons sorry, what, decon de deconstruction. Yeah, like deconstructing. Undone what has yeah, been done yeah, already. Exactly. Because yeah. like as a Thai woman, yeah. you know, you're. I, I was taught growing up, I was taught to be like complacent. I was taught to be, you know, quiet and not take too much space and be always be aware of how I'm acting. And I think like, like you said, right, it's so sad that like the first language that women kind of learn about ourselves is sort of this self-critique, you totally. know? And so like... 
it it shows so much when these women comes up to you that like oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I dare to love myself you know I'm so sorry yeah. I dare to like do something for myself and it's so sad and it's just it is yeah it's like it's our first instinct to like just you know cancel ourselves out and I, I remember sorry I hope I'm not speaking too much no, it's okay <laughs> but I, I just wanted to share Let's this swap. with you okay <laughs> no 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 I'm here to interview you. I, I just wanted to share this with you because like um I I think. So I grew up all my life, 18 years in Thailand, right? Yeah. And it was so, it was so hard to be myself. And I, I went to San Francisco, and that's somewhere where like oh everyone's so out there, right? Yeah. And like I was in this like acting workshop, and this woman, this acting coach, kind of saw me, saw the way that like I was taking up space in a way that like even my body language felt small. Sorry to be here. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to breathe you. Sorry air. for <laughs> existing. Yeah, that's you it. know. Yeah. yeah. And like she was like, hey, you've got to stop asking for permission, and that was something that like you know that sentence stayed with me, and I feel like it's something I'm constantly working on, you know, like trying to remember that, like remember her, remember the disappointment, yeah, a little bit in her eye, and sort of like you 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 know, there's some woman who is just so so strong and so fierce, like she was yeah. one of those people, wow, and like she she was like, hey. Don't, if you're gonna keep asking for permission from other people, the world's gonna keep like you know telling you who to be. You've got to stop asking for permission. You've got to take up space. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like that's. She was so right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. And I don't remember what I was saying before. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but it's uh, okay. Yeah, I think you were talking about how like these women come up to you. And, yeah, like, they came to me backtrack. feeling sorry. Yeah. And then yeah, backtrack saying no, mm -hmm. no, no. Don't think I love myself too much kind of stuff and yeah, yeah I was telling you that I am not an example of self-love yeah, and self-confidence yeah. but the first person I should be helping at the moment should be myself actually but mm. I don't know maybe it's too much work or I don't know from where to start <laughs> so I'm okay let's start helping maybe someone else like let's move the problem <laughs> and but actually it's it helping it is helping me too because yeah. I see that I can do well okay beautiful images yeah. okay but I really help some other women yeah so I'm thinking that okay maybe I'm not totally crap I do good things too and so yeah finally at the end it is helping me too mm. and like do you feel yourself change from the start of the project till now like how has it changed you or like has it transformed any sort of like journey yeah. with your own self-love yeah totally uh, at first, I didn't know exactly what I was, what was going to happen. I was like, okay, let's try the idea of uh, empowering women through their own image, and like empowering women through photography and intimate photography because it was something I really wanted to explore. Yeah. After maybe two, three women I have seen and taken pictures of, I was like, okay, I didn't. That was not planned, but it looks like I have a mission now. Wow. And. It looks like those sessions, what we, what we, the the things we talk of, the pictures we take, it's absolutely helpful and useful. Wow. Yeah. And I need to do more, yeah, not yeah, only yeah. because yeah, that would be my living, but obviously because it's extremely helpful. Yeah. And there is a a lot of demand, like so many women are asking for it. Yeah. Those kind of pictures. Yeah in a comfortable situation yeah. with someone that trusts, yeah. a woman. Uh, you know, um, uh, when you go to see the doctor, yeah. 
it's totally professional. But yeah. it's the same with me. Clinical. Oh, oh. Clinical, maybe it's a bit cold. I see, I see. And our sessions are not cold at oh. all. Like, we have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But, like, uh, the f- women I see, they're not turning me on at mm-hmm. any moment. I'm just doing my job yeah. and I'm just helping. Yeah. So, yeah. In this situation, the wi- the women who come to see me, they, f- they feel extremely comfortable and mm. confident and safe. Yeah, what I'm hearing, the word that you're using a lot is, is comfort, which yeah. is so cool. You know, because like boudoir photography and it's comfort. It's on the contrary. You're like yeah. not breathing. Like, can I breathe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's so cool. And I love that you're prioritizing the subject, you know, because like with nude art, you know, with the history of nude art itself, even before, you know, boudoir is sort of like part of this legacy too. But with nude art, since they start like the Renaissance um, paintings, women are sort of like, you know, com- it, men commission these paintings, yeah, right? Totally. To like, oh, I want to paint my mistress and like make her sexy for me, you know? And... Yeah, so, and then, like, so the women are sort of, like, reduced to all always these, like, image objects. Yeah, totally. But then you're turning it around and sort of making it about You them. are the subject Hell yeah. of my pictures. Yeah. And actually, I want, if you're someone vulnerable, and I think mm-hmm. we all are, mm-hmm. especially when you're almost naked in front of mm-hmm. someone you don't really know, yeah. like this situation, we yeah. are in a vulnerable situation. Yeah. And I don't want you to hide this because this is a part mm. of you. This is a part of you, of yeah. who you are. Yeah. And I so much believe that if you face mm-hmm. your weaknesses, your vulnerability, well, it makes you strong at the yeah, end. Yeah, I believe that too. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want you to pretend you're strong and make those kind of, you know, Pornhub poses. Like, <laughs> I know, obviously, you cannot see because this is a podcast, but you know, those faces and those yeah, postures. Yeah. Because, first, because it's totally fake. Yeah. And also because, I don't know, there is no point. I'm here to picture you like the way you really are. Yeah, yeah. So just don't pretend to be someone yeah, you're yeah. not. So um, the the word that you go back to yeah. often, right, is comfort, right? Totally. So then tell me about your process. How do you get these women to be so comfortable with you? Because you told me that some in some of your you know sessions these women like going to masturbating yeah, and like totally. using sex toys during the session how do you get you know like from a stranger to like you know them being so empowered to use sex toys like in front of a in front well, of someone who's yeah. just you know strangers before it's yeah. kind of impressive i mean i not i am not really used to that situations neither <laughs> like, i don't I was think like, anyone is okay let's take pictures like yeah Fake it till you make it, you know? Oh, I yeah. think I'm going to tattoo this sentence because it's the story of mm-hmm. my life. Fake it and maybe wow. you will make it. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But I fake it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it works at the end. Yeah. Like, we have to do it. And, well, first, I don't... I am not asking anything because pictures are not for me. Yeah. Like, if someone is doing something, whatever, in front of my camera, it's mm-hmm. not for me because, yeah. I mean, uh, it's nice, but I'm not interested. Like, it's... It's for you at the end. But this is true that we talk a lot. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, when I post something explaining what I'm what I'm doing, I write a lot about my photo, my vision of photography and Mm. especially my vision of naked or almost semi naked photography. Mm. So they know more or less where they go or the kind of people I am and the kind of pictures I'm trying to to capture. Yeah. And I also always show and post my portfolio mm. so they can see that my point of view is extremely delicate, artistic, mm. and 
you would never be or shown in a in an embarrassing situation Definitely. because there is no point it's not yeah, beautiful yeah. yeah i don't want obviously i don't want to embarrass you it yeah. would embarrass me too so yeah. uh, no no mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so they see the pictures and they see that yeah nudity can be totally beautiful um self-love and self-relationship and also masturbation is beautiful it's normal mm -hmm. it's not done like in a porn point of view yeah or in a totally male gaze because what yeah. i was saying before this is not turning me on so i'm not trying mm -hmm. to get a close up of your vagina or yeah. something yeah because uh i don't really see the point mm. uh, uh yeah i think what i'm trying to do is normalizing many things yeah to be selfish to love oh, yeah. oneself to have self-sex also yeah it's also it's so normal Mm -hmm. Like let's fake, uh, let's face it. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest to ourselves. It's absolutely normal. Yeah. The thing I always say them, it's like no worries. I am not judgmental at all. Yeah. Nothing is going to make me like embarrassed or shocked. Yeah. You're not going to shock me because I have already shot someone, a couple actually, having sex. So I don't. Wait, you? Did, I'm okay you, you with. Shot, so hold up. Wait, oh, you shot sorry. someone having sex? Yeah. Yo, that's so cool. That was funny. I mean, you know, I am my background be, after being a teacher, obviously, yeah, yeah. is being a documentary photographer. Of course, yeah. So maybe for someone who doesn't know first, it may f look awkward what I'm saying. Mm. But, you know, I have also documented birth. Mm. Oh, wow. And like, it's very raw. It's very like yeah. the things like how it was unfolding in front of my eyes. Yeah. I was just here and like as a reporter, wow. you know, doing a reportage actually. Yeah. Well, that was the same with those yeah. people having, making love, having yeah. sex. Yeah. So it was not in a porn uh, point of view. Yeah, but in this like human and raw and, and intimate. I can tell you the images were really beautiful because yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So I think once they get to know that information, there was like, Okay, if I'm fingering myself <laughs> at what point of the moment, she sh maybe she will. No, I really don't care. Yeah. yeah. Actually, if you don't, I'm happy. If you do, I am happy because yeah. the m the love lab is not getting pictures of women fingering themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can happen, mm -hmm. and it's cool. And yeah. if it's not happening, it's super cool too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not like the bad pupil because you. Yeah. You were not like letting yourself go at that point. No, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. But yeah, if you, this is something you want to do, yeah. well, feel free. Yeah. Because you're free, you're safe, super safe. Yeah, yeah. And the pictures, well, you are the one, the only one who are going, mm -hmm. who, who are going to see it at the mm -hmm, end. Mm -hmm. Me, obviously, but I don't count. <laughs> but how, yeah. how do you warm up these people? How, how like what are your methods like? So so it sounds like you really try to get to know them as people too. Yeah. And then like within the shoot, you're like with the camera because like I I shoot people sometimes and I feel like sometimes some people are so aware of the camera. Yeah. Right. And like so how do you how do you sort of do that? Because I think that's so cool and that's so amazing. It's it's more, almost like this talent, I you know, that you're able to like sort of. Um, allow people, give this people the space to be their human and their authentic self? Well, uh, I don't really know because I'm not really like applying a method mm -hmm. because um, 
maybe this is also because of this self this lack of self-confidence I was telling yeah. you about I don't really take myself extremely seriously like mm-hmm. I'm doing my work in the best way I can do but yeah. I'm not this kind you know that kind of really cold person mm. uh, there is not a lot of distance between you and yeah. me I don't want you to feel that I am extremely important and maybe superior yeah, than you yeah. are. I am not like that. This is, yeah. I mean, I would be scared of someone like that. I yeah. won't, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I am just a normal person. I am your yeah. friend. I am helping yeah. you because, yeah, I am your friend because we are almost friends mm. the day we meet each other yeah. for the for the session. Yeah. Because we exchanged so, mu- so many ideas, so many yeah. pictures. We talked a lot. We got to see each other. That, yeah, we are almost friends. Mm. And I don't know, they see that I am not impressive at all. <laughs> I am short. I am very petite. My camera is very tiny. Yeah. I'm not, sc- I am not a scary person. Like, yeah. I'm so, I'm so cool. I'm so easygoing. Yeah, yeah. And so maybe they was like, okay, that was it. That was not much mm. of a fuss at the end. It was, mm. she's so normal. I'm sure they say <laughs> the thing that, oh, she's so normal. There is nothing to be scared about. And I take so many pictures, like constantly I am taking gotcha. pictures. So maybe after 30 minutes, I just forget about that. You just get used to that. Yeah. yeah. And I need, I, I was also the one who needed to get used to that at I first. Yeah. yeah. At you, the beginning because, like, of you the You kind of adventure. warm up to each other too. Yeah. 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 Totally. Because I am as shy as the other one yeah. in front of me. We both are shy because... Yeah. It's weird to be naked in front of someone's <laughs> camera, but yeah. it's weird to be shooting someone who you don't who's almost know who is also naked. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's weird and it's not that weird. It's okay. Yeah. And yeah, we both realize after like, I don't know, 15 minutes, that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. actually it's okay. Where do you think this like sort of curiosity come from? For, because what I've been, what I've noticed sort of with your work and sort of how you describe your experience, right? You've always been drawn to candid photography and sort of um, documentary work, right? Yeah. It's like there's so almost this innate interest within you that sort of wants to see people in their, you know, human form, in their this non... Like, like I feel like with societies we sort of have these masks on, right? And mm. you mentioned the word vulnerability and it's sort of like you're almost you're very curious about sort of, alright, what's going on under this mask? It's like you want to try to find out sort of this vulnerable human This is the truth. Yeah, yeah. I am really obsa- extremely interested and mm. even obsessed by the truth. Wow. Because I hate setups. Mm. I, I, maybe I hate, I, I am not interested in it. Yeah. It's not moving me. Mm. It's not what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to, what I don't want, I'm not chasing like the perfect picture. Yeah. I just want the real pictures, this yeah. is, which is not the same. Yeah. Um, and and what inspired that? Like, what what do you think within your life that kind of triggered that? Like, form uh, kind of ingrained this uh, curiosity within you. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. Uh, I have a kind of baby idea, you know. Which, if I think a bit more, it should be that. But I grew up in a family full of um, lies, mm. and people were pretending to be someone they were not. Mm and it hurt a lot mm. so i don't want to embrace myself with fake people fake mm. feelings fake i don't know yeah. i just want to go and also because i'm very lazy <laughs> i don't i don't want to waste my time i just want to go straight to the point yeah. and so the if you're really true to yourself well it's okay 
I know who you are and yeah. I know if I am wasting my time with you or whether we are a good fit. Mm-hmm. I don't wow. know if it's enough to answer your question, but no, I no, think no. that's it. Yeah, that that's so cool. I am lazy. I don't <laughs> Yeah, I am lazy from t- on the top of the yeah, yeah. pyramid. Uh, it's like no bullshit. No bullshit. Know? Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no bullshit. I don't yeah, have time yeah. for that. I'm lazy. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I think people people should embrace that more. And I I love what you said about initially in the beginning you said that like vulnerability is actually not weakness but it's like bravery right and I think like uh, to go back on the theme of self love yeah. right it's it's I feel like it's also going to that vulnerability and it's like facing sort of like facing yourself up front you know without all the mask and without yeah. these things and sort of to hold yourself close and tenderly and be brave with it and say that you know this yeah, is yeah you're me. so right yeah yeah yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And so what surprised you in in this session with with doing Love Lab? What came up that really surprised you? Well, I was surprised on how confident they were. Mm-hmm. I mean with me. Mm-hmm. All the, tr- the how much they, they trusted me. Wow. I felt extremely honored. Yeah. Because I was like, wow, you already trust me. I need to honor that I need to honor that and I'm not letting you down and I won't let you go uh Mm. is that English I'm not going to fail you yeah yeah, okay and that's the first thing they were trusting me so much I was amazed the second thing is was that was that they were all feeling sorry for being who they are yeah even the most um the most beautiful girl, I, I mean, the mo- we are all beautiful, but you know, she she looked like a girl from a magazine. So she was um, the kind of girl who is socially totally accepted hmm. and seen as the beautiful girl. Hmm. She was just perfect. And yeah. even that one, she was like, sorry for being like this. Sorry, my elbow is like that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's funny, it's, but yeah. she was, she meant it. She no, meant no, no, it a lot. Yeah, she was really yeah. feeling Sorry, sad. I'm laughing. I'm no, but I was laughing yeah, too. Yeah. No, no worries. I'm, I'm laughing because you mentioned elbows. And yeah. It's just such a weird insecurities we have. Like we as women, we're like, it's down to elbows. You know, it's just man's such ingrained self-hatred. Yeah, that, like totally. Even our elbows. Are even like, your elbows. Or maybe she was talking yeah. about something. I was like, are you serious? Because this is something that other people doesn't even notice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would not think to look at that part of your yeah, body to yeah. see let's see if this is really normal yeah. but, but we're so yeah. trained as women yeah. you know, to like look at ourselves and like oh what's I am going to yeah. hate that because I have not hated that part of my body before and <laughs> why not yeah like why not which yeah. w- what's next you know like, it, yeah. yeah like today I like my hair tomorrow what, what, I'm going to hate my knees I don't know yeah yeah so that was and yeah of course it's funny when we report that like maybe mm-hmm. two months after but i was feeling so sad i was like oh shit mm-hmm. there is no hope because even the most beautiful of the beautiful women even even her she thinks she's not yeah. enough and she's not yeah. beautiful enough and no i don't know maybe she's she will she's going to think that maybe she's too fat or maybe she's too thin or maybe yeah. she's too that yeah or not enough of the, the other of something else yeah. and i was like this is never going to end I, I was like, uh, I am just prayed. I was almost like, okay, I, no, just, yeah, the contrary. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to give up. I was like, okay, I really have to, to go on taking those pictures because mm-hmm. everyone who came to see me, like, I hate myself for some shitty reason, yeah. which uh, I am not shaming that. Yeah. I mean, she mm-hmm. was so, uh, 
she meant it a lot. So I was like, okay, you hate your elbow, your eyebrow, or whatever, your chin. Yeah. I don't think you should, but I believe you. I yeah, trust yeah. you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. But every woman who came to see me, mm -hmm. at the end of the shooting, she was loving herself a bit wow. more yeah. than before. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I really need to go on because this is so helpful and this yeah. is so useful. Yeah. And yeah. empowering for both of us, actually. So you said empowering for both yeah. of us. And you, you said uh, a little bit in the beginning that, like, you know, it's funny that you're doing something on self-love, being an advocate for self-love, yeah. but you're sort of like the last person to be oh, advocating yeah, totally. for self-love. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, do what I do, but uh, no, but maybe not. Do the, what I say and but not don't, what I do. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Please do not do what I do, actually. <laughs> very bad idea yeah. Yeah. what about your own journey with self-love like how, uh, how how has your own journey been with self-love oh I've been uh, unfortunately the daughter of two very Mediterranean conservative parents oof yeah <laughs> I mean it, it says all uh, which wouldn't trust me mm. uh, would body shamed me oh. uh, at the contrary they was telling me that I was so beautiful at the moment of my life I really was not Mm -hmm. So I was like, you're, you're lying to me. I was feeling so, mm. so proud of myself. And they were, they were, everyone at the school was like mm. laughing at me, like, mm. what the fuck? What the fuck she, what, what she thinks? Mm. And uh, they didn't value me like as a grown up when I grew uh, up. Yeah. So I was, even I am almost 40. I am still mm. a kid. Mm. Oh, they really don't think that I am capable to be mm. uh, an adult. Yeah. But I don't see them anymore, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, but I know what to think. Yeah. And oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, this was not helping to feel confident because yeah. everything I was thinking, everything I was uh, saying was not approved because you know I cannot understand. I am too young, and I will always be too young. I am just a kid. The fuck I know, eyes. you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Just stay at the corner of the table, <laughs> eat your fucking dinner, and yeah. just shut up. I think with women too, right? We're often infantilized. You know, like we're told that, oh, you can't think for yourself. You yeah, know? that's true. So yeah. they started very, very young, yeah, my yeah. parents. Then I had a very uh, destructive relationship with uh, an ex-boyfriend mm. who happened to be an ex-husband afterwards mm. because obviously my mom was saying, Oh, you know, your boyfriend is a jerk, but your dad also did this and that. So she was, mm. I am really into normalizing stuff, but I mean, yeah. not that not stuff. That, not that I stuff. am not normalizing like everything. Yeah, and yeah. she was so normalizing that, the yeah, abuse, abusive yeah. relationships and disrespect. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a kid, uh, I was not a kid anymore, but you, when you're treated you like young. a kid, yeah. when you're young, not totally experimented yeah. and you're used to think that whatever you think, you may be wrong because you're so stupid. You're not old enough. You know what my yeah, parents told yeah. me. Especially, you know, your mom too. And like like you said, like they made you feel small, right? They yeah. made you feel like, oh, you can't think for yourself. And so here's what you do, right? Totally, yeah. you're right. But even though I was conscious that my mom was maybe a bit weird and mm. maybe the problem was not me, but maybe mm. the problem was her, you know, it was my only mom. So there is a, some point that you yeah. want to... You want to hope, you want to believe that maybe yeah. she's doing the job properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to trust her. After yeah, she's my mom, she yeah. looks like she's caring. So yeah, yeah. she says it's normal. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, this should be normal. Mm. I will not go. I'm not going to give up my relationship like 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 that. Yeah. yeah. Now because yeah. it would be maybe childish. You know, mm. you don't give up that easily mm. when you're an adult. Yeah, I think like with with women, right? Like when you know, say marriages are, f- are falling apart, or yeah. like you know, a relationship isn't working, the women are sort of pressured, right? Like they're told that like, oh, you've got to work harder. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. after all I have done, I cannot stop now. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. you sometimes feel like you're a, there is a, not much missing to have the perfect relationship because yeah. you have made so many efforts that yeah. you cannot now destroy everything and just start from yeah, scratch yeah. with someone else or just give away. Yeah, it's like it's like women give almost up. have this like are ingrained with this sense of loss aversion when it comes to love and relationship. You know, it's it like, oh, romantic. I've got to hold on yeah. to this. You know, I need to suffer because loving is suffering or suffering is loving or I don't ah, know, you know, the, yeah. the fairy those fairy tales yeah. when we were kids like yeah. all the Disney cartoons you know yeah. this is the story of a princess who has a shitty life mm-hmm. she's very um, um, s- secluded somewhere like mm. in a castle somewhere yeah. she's alone yeah. she has no family yeah. and the day she finds the prince or the day the prince finds her because she doesn't do nothing she's totally yeah. passive yeah, yeah, yeah. The day the prince shows up and yeah. just pick up from the, f- the ground floor, yeah. uh, well, this their her life begins. Yeah. Actually, it's like, yeah. okay, now I can say that I am interesting because the prince came, so yeah. I should be interesting. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I think also those fairy tales, those stories, yeah. all I, this mythology yeah. we have mm. as a kid, yeah, uh, encourage us to think that. We need to wait for someone to make yeah. us feel important. Yeah, I think it's 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 this like reflection of sort of how we wom- we view women, yeah. right? Like how society view women, because like we are so condescending towards, you know, females that like oh you you know you you've got to be rescued. You know, that's the story we grow, yeah. grow up with. You know, about our 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 sex that like you're meant to be you know rescued. Your problem will be solved not by you. But by, by someone. Yeah. You know what? You're so right. And I was thinking, I know it's not really uh, on the tracks, but oh, even yeah. the virginity topic, all the mm. virginity question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a woman, so many people consider that you need a penis to lose properly mm. your virginity. Like, without a guy, sorry, you're mm. a virgin. Yeah. No matter how many fingers or toys you've put yeah. into your vagina, like, no, 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 it has to be it has a to be a penis. official penis approved, yeah. labelized, just <laughs> tempt official penis. Like, like you've got to wait for a man to come in and be like, all right, okay, you're not capable to yeah. say <laughs> if your own body lost their virginity yeah. or not. A oh, guy has to yeah. do it, yeah, and you have to bleed. Otherwise, mm. we're not sure. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Like, you yeah. have to bleed. It has to come from a man. Holy shit, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting chilled. And don't get too, ma- yeah. too much pleasure because they sh- they, uh, he should think that maybe this is not the real first time because you're having too much pleasure. You're mm. too much of experimented. This is not normal. Mm. You need to be like a big pancake, Ugh. one side and then the other side, <laughs> like auto-reverse. Flipped. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, in French we say that doing the pancake. Yeah, this is yeah. the position. One side. How do you say it in French? Side. Faire la crêpe. Uh, crêpe is pancake. Yeah. yeah. So flip flop. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, we need 
man like in every a single moment of our life. This is mm. what we think or what we were thinking yeah, before. Like, well, that was and what I, we kept being told. Yeah. yeah. And, but I'm trying to do this contract. And yeah. yeah, to go back on your question, it yeah, first yeah. started with my parents yeah. who were just... Okay, just forget about them. Not nice then. people. <laughs> no, totally not. So toxic because yeah. they were stupid and conservative, but they could, be, yeah. they could have been caring. Or, yeah, but they were not. So they were totally toxic. And then, so this boyfriend mm. I was with, well, it ended being violent, like really yeah. violent. Yeah. So at one point I was like, I think I need really to escape this mm. apartment. Otherwise I'm going to be dead. I think he tried to kill me. Oh my God. I mean, actually it did try to kill oh me. And I say it like it was so normal because you know, it's a very progressive um, evolution. Mm. So, obviously, if the first day we met, it was trying to kill me, I would have reacted way yeah. differently. Yeah, but it's like slowly... It, like yeah, it's yeah. a very, very slow progression until a very shitty uh, mm -hmm. moment. And I was like, oh, I think he tried to kill me. So, yeah, the day after, I just came back to my parents' house, which meant change country, actually, because mm -hmm. I was living in Spain at that moment, and mm -hmm. my parents, well... They were in Paris. Mm. So the day after, I was like one <laughs> with nothing, like one suitcase and mm. nothing. I was back to my parents' house. Mm. They were like, what have you done? Holy <laughs> well, uh, shit. trying to maybe save, Stay alive. <laughs> save myself. Sorry to interrupt oh. your uh, selfishness. <laughs> it's okay. I would go back in my kid's bedroom like, no, nothing happened. Mm. And they actually treated me like nothing happened. Did, did you tell that they know that obviously they know Fuck. well my mom n knew because she was alone at home yeah. the, the day I came back my yeah. father was I don't know maybe working yeah. I don't really remember but my parents at that moment they will well, they've, they have always been uh, a lot in contact they are always phoning or texting each other so I was like okay this is a kind of massive information hmm. I was so convinced that my father knew Maybe she would have texted him like, okay, our daughter came back because it was extremely bad with her, with her husband or something. Mm -hmm. And actually, uh, on a random conversation, maybe three, four months after, we were at the restaurant, my father and I, and I realized that, oh shit, he doesn't know why I came back, why I oh. gave up with my, with my boyfriend oh. or husband. Yeah. And uh, So I was telling a story about something really violent what about to happen and I saw his face I was like wait you don't know like oh. my mom didn't tell you mm. what is it not important enough or what oh. so I was like oh this is so weird yeah. so yeah my parents really are weird so I just yeah, yeah. let them behind mm -hmm. and I don't know. Uh, this is this was to talk about the story of my self confidence. Oh, this is maybe the story of the non your, your journey of yeah. self love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is the story of the no self love mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. And I think the um, the most important thing on my self love journey was being a mom of uh, two daughters. Mm. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I am going to be the only example on my kids' life, my daughter's life, because yeah. we're living overseas. We have yeah. no family here. Mm. So the only other they see is me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I am their mom, but, yeah. you know, someone could have helped me, maybe a sister, a cousin or someone. Yeah, yeah. But no, we are just the four of us. You know, just this small unit. Just yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. shit. 
I I, I cannot I cannot fail them. So mm-hmm. I really want my daughters to be totally unapologetic. Uh, this unapologetic. is the most complicated word to say. Unapologetic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Themselves. No yeah. matter their defects or whatever, I yeah. just want to be happy with themselves yeah. and comfortable with themselves, wow. no matter yeah. what. So I was like, okay, I have a lot to do mm-hmm. to show them the the way. Yeah. So this, I think this is what I am doing all of this. Yeah. So actually. you want to be like an example for them, yeah. right? So you're trying to learn and that language. Them, yeah, the way to follow. So yeah. I've started myself because yeah. otherwise I wouldn't be trustable. Yeah, yeah. And so what was that change though? So like I, well, what I'm seeing with your, the progression of your story was that like you came from a point of, man, there was like, you know, people in your life who were supposed to love you were really disrespecting you and you yeah. were then beginning to say no, right? You were beginning to choose yourself out of I these situations. I yeah, was in a totally yeah. like zero forgiven yeah. mode. Yeah, and like, yeah. so then wh- what happened afterwards? So you said you left your parents behind and then, oh, and then how, how, I guess like what happened afterwards? Well, I didn't leave them behind so, so long ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's only like three years. Oh. Yeah. Or for so many reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I first ch- um, met my boyfriend, actual mm. boyfriend. Yeah. When I was a complete, uh, I don't know, I was just uh, uh, totally puzzled. I was just a ruin. I met my mm. boyfriend. Yeah. And we both took really care, a good care of each other. Yeah. And I was so amazed that we are totally equals in our relationship. Wow. Yeah. Like we're just. He's not my half, or I don't know. Yeah, I am not yeah. a halfling. I am complete. He's complete. Yeah. But together, we are a great team. Yeah. And we first changed country. Like from Paris, mm. we moved to Australia, wow. which is pretty far away. Yeah. It's the yeah. furthest country. Yeah. We cannot, you, you cannot go further than Australia, <laughs> or maybe yeah. New Zealand, but uh, okay. yeah, yeah. it's super far. Yeah. And we managed to have a good life there wow. like just the two of us or the three of us we had mm-hmm. our baby before yeah. and then we were, we were i don't know i think like moving overseas and you experimented that too you you gain a lot of uh, self-confidence mm. because you realize uh, how strong you are yeah maybe you don't know yet how strong you are yeah. but you really realize that you are stronger than you thought you, yeah. you thought you were yeah and I think like the journey of um, going outside of your country allows you to kind of, you know, begin that it's a journey. Fresh of, new start. Yeah, 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 and and begin that journey of deconstructing. Totally. You know, of everything that you've learned before, and once you step out of it, you get to be this new person, and you get that it's choice. It's way easier because yeah. if you stay in your hometown, you have so many mirrors. Yeah. Of yourself, of yeah. your past, of your childhood, yeah. of your uh, yeah. old friends, whatever. Yeah. It's hard to go off the beaten tracks, you know? Mm. It's harder, I think. Yeah. But if you start mm. from scratch somewhere else, well, it's a bit easier, mm. I yeah. think, to deconstruct at least. Definitely. I mean, moving overseas is complicated. It has yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of complicated stuff. A lot of barriers. But it's, yeah. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I, th- I think so too. Although, like, I... I know that I'm very privileged to have the opportunity to go yeah. overseas. But yeah, I, I understand what you mean because like, I feel like, um, you know, growing up, I grew up in this small town yeah. called Pisanulog in Thailand. And, you know, people there were very small-minded, <laughs> were very conservative and like yeah, no one that. really saw my potential. And so 
the mirrors that were reflecting back to me was always so demeaning. You know, no one believed in me. And for the longest time, even until now, I have a hard time believing in myself because like, you know, this was the what people reflecting back to me all the time. And it was only until later that like I went abroad and sort of, you know, met other people with different values. Right. And then with different value system. And then it's not so much that, you know, them, that value system valued me. It was more so realizing that, oh, wait, everywhere I go, there's always going to be a different value system. You know, so you've got to like, you know, build sort of your own value system. But I think obviously, like you said, you know, your your now husband um, helped you sort of reflect it back with your self-love. And I think that like I I honestly, you know, for me with my journey with self-love too, sometimes, you know, some people think that they've got to be self-sufficient, that, oh, you've the love that comes, you know, have to come within you. But it's so hard to learn to love yourself when you know, all your life you have not been taught that language, you know, of like that you're valuable. And it's only, you know, now that I'm building sort of more loving friendship, more genuine friendships and sort of like my relationship with my ex too. Honestly, I'm so thankful for him because without him, I feel like if there wasn't anyone reflecting back to me, exactly how valuable I could be, I wouldn't be able to see it by myself. Yeah, it's really hard to still believe in yourself when you don't have nice reflections of yourself yeah so i i feel like we came full circle with sort of what you're doing with love lab right it's sort of you're i'm giving you good reflections and they're really good and i mean they're very honest because i don't do photoshop or nothing that's just a real you yeah you know i am not trying to scam you or something (laughs) There there, there are real pictures yeah yeah and you're, you know, for some of these women, maybe like even for the first time, you're giving them the space of like loving themselves in their most intimate and in their most human, vulnerable moment. I'm really excited for the world to get to know your work because I think it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so you happy. Know? Thank you. Yeah, I say this all the time. You're probably yeah, tired of it now. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm still a mother. Wow. Is she serious? Of course. Yeah, yeah. I know you are. Hey, self love, right? You, yeah. You've got to be like, oh yeah, you know, embrace it. You know, I'm right? not that bad. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's sort of all the time that we have for today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for being our very first guest of um the F Word podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Um, I think you're a wonderful human being. I want to see Thank Love you. Lab go really far. Maybe you can tell the audience where they can find your work and sort of your Instagram handle um, of Love Lab as well. Yeah, on my Instagram, on the Love Lab page. Mm-hmm. This is where I post most of my work. What's the name of the Instagram handle? The Love Lab. So it's yeah. just the Love Lab? Yeah. No dashes, no underscores. Oh, wait. The <laughs> underscore Love Lab. Gotcha. But even if you put the Love Lab full word, mm-hmm. it, it comes up? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Adelina. Thank you for your time, Blue. Of course. All right. That's it for today, folks. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you like our work, um, please go. You can go register um, for our newsletters at worldwideweb.thefwordartmagazine.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.